Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 55. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully it will not be anywhere near as long as episode 54. I hope that you've all had a fantastic week or two since I last spoke to you. Sorry for the delay. Because I waffled on so much last episode, it wouldn't actually allow me to upload the next episode until my new month allowance of time had come on. But here I am, I'm back. Thank you for waiting and welcome. Once again, thank you so much for all of your reviews. I read every single one of them and not only do they make me very, very happy, but they also really help the podcast to grow and to reach a wider audience. So if you haven't already left me one, I would be very grateful if you would. So what has happened since we last spoke? Well, we've recently had the spring equinox, equinox, I say equinox, I think it's equinox. Some people say equinox. Who gives a shit? Anyway, we've had the spring equinox, which means that bears all over the world are waking up and leaving the caves, ready to begin the real new year. And it's time for us at last to do the same. So happy new year. If you set yourself some goals for 2023, now is the perfect time to dust them off and review them and start to think about how you're going to work towards them. Please don't be put off if you haven't even made a start on any of your goals for this year yet, because this is the natural time to be starting new projects, not January when it's cold as fuck and we should be hibernating and reserving all our energy. So happy new year. I decided to kick off the new year with a cold dip because I haven't been in the water since the 31st of December when I went with a group of friends. So I went in after a little break and it was cold as a witch's tit. It's the first time ever that I've made it to the water, put my foot in and actually thought, shit, I can't get in, Like I'm not going in. And it took me a while to get in and it was absolutely bollock freezing. It was also on a grey windy day so that didn't help but I forced myself to get in and I felt much better after for doing it and I reckon I only lasted about five minutes but it doesn't matter. I'm back in the zone so the next one will be much easier hopefully. This week, completely unrelated, I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the law of assumption and why it's so important to stop checking your 3D reality to see if your manifestation has arrived yet and start living from the end now. So as you know, for many, many years, I operated solely from the law of attraction, which is another amazing way to manifest. But a few months ago, I finally got round to reading a book that I'd had on the shelf for a while called Wishes Fulfilled by a man called Wayne Dyer. And it got me more interested in starting to use the law of assumption and the teachings of a man called Neville Goddard, who, by the way, I've just ordered his book. Well, he's got 14 books in one. Might as well be Chinese. I haven't got a fucking clue what he's going on about. So if you are looking to get into law of assumption more, then I would highly recommend ordering Wishes Fulfilled because it's a much simpler version. I'm sure there's stuff in it that will be useful but it's a very hard-going book, and that is not my vibe. I like things to be simple. But if you're a proper bookworm and you want to get your head into something quite complex, then um, Neville Goddard has got 14 books, and you can buy them all in one. So 
previously I had heard about the law of assumption, but I'd kind of grouped them together and thought it was just like another way of saying law of attraction. And now that I've learned the differences between the two approaches, then I'm slowly starting to lean more heavily towards law of assumption. And that's just because it's so much fucking easier. And it has, in my opinion, a much bigger scope for creating the exact life that you want faster and with less effort. I did do an episode a couple of months ago about the main differences between the two laws, so I'm not going to repeat all of that, but just in case you missed it, here are the differences in a nutshell. The law of attraction is based on the idea of like attracts like, so positive thoughts equal positive experiences, negative thoughts equal negative experiences. And the basic process is ask, believe, receive, and it's quite reliant on you raising your vibration as high as possible to match that which you are trying to manifest. And it's very effective, and I've had lots of success over the years using that approach, but it can also be a bit of a challenge, particularly if you are not naturally somebody who has got quite a positive mindset, who's not done much work on that yet, because it requires you to stay very positive the majority of the time and know that whatever it is that you've asked for is on the way in divine timing and if it's meant for you it will come and if not you'll receive something better and in the law of attraction we rely on a higher power of some kind which sort of grants our wish and for me that higher power is called the universe that's what I always refer to it as other people call it god and source there's lots of different names for it but it's all the same thing And most significantly, it differs in that from a law of attraction approach, everyone has free will. The law of assumption is based on the idea that when you assume that you already have your desire, it's yours, regardless of whether you're in a high vibrational state or not, because that's much more about how your thoughts are creating your outcomes. So if you believe that it's yours, it's already yours. And in that law of assumption approach, there's no higher power and nothing at all exists outside of your consciousness. You are the only power, you're the higher power. Um, And nobody in your life other than you has any free will, which ultimately allows for a much wider scope of manifestation opportunities, I think. So... Personally, I just think that law of attraction is a more basic concept with a much more challenging approach, whereas law of assumption is a more difficult concept to accept, but the application of that law is much easier to implement once you get your head around it, and it it really does seem quite bizarre at first, but if you sit with it, it does start to make sense. I would say that I'm somewhere in the middle because... I'm a very spiritual person, so I believe that we have spirit guides, I talk to them all the time, and angels, etc., which lends itself much more to law of attraction, because if there is nothing but me, then who are all these other entities that I believe so heavily in? However, it's also because I've been learning about law of attraction, solely law of attraction, since I was 17, so my beliefs around it are very deeply ingrained and recently I've been experimenting more with law of assumption and having very quick and very specific results from it. I also feel like if I'm teaching these concepts to people who might be new to this world of manifestation, law of assumption is probably going to be more beneficial to you and I believe that you'll probably get better 
quicker results from it. So it's not that I'm going to push law of attraction to the side at all, but I am going to use that myself more and experiment with it and see what results I get from that. And also, all of the universal laws coexist at the same time, so it's it's best not to look at them as um, a belief as such, rather like a method that you can experiment with and see which one you prefer and which works best for you. So today, what I'm discussing links with both, but more so law of assumption. And I'm still getting to grips with this, but this is my understanding so far. According to Neville Goddard, life exists only as we perceive it. There are limitless existences on all different timelines. There's loads of different versions of us, and we get to choose which one we experience. And if we're not enjoying that particular circumstance that we're in at the minute, then we have complete and total power to adjust that to what we would prefer. Every single event that happens, every person in our reality only exists as we perceive them, which is fucking mind-blowing to me. And it really took me a while to get used to that idea. But when you think about it, it does make sense and it makes you also feel very powerful because you are the only person who is in control of how your life plays out. So, for example, by that logic, I'm going to use my mum as an example. So my mum is only my mum because... I perceive her to be that in my reality. But in another reality, she might be my best friend's mum or she might be a stranger that works at the local supermarket or she might not even exist at all. In my reality, she's married to my dad, but in another reality, she's single or in another reality, she's married to someone else. And in another reality, she might even be like my daughter or something. So you can see, hopefully, why I found this quite hard to get my head around. My mum is very, very real to me. I watch her experience her own life, but according to law of assumption, I only watch her experience that life as I perceive it. So for all I know, she could be perceiving her reality completely different. She might not even know me in her reality. And the facts that I know about her and the conversations that I have with her are purely a creation of just my consciousness. So they only exist for me. How fucking wild is that? But as weird as that is, it's also very freeing because it allows me to create the exact circumstances that I want to experience in my 3D reality whilst simultaneously knowing that I'm not manipulating anybody else's reality because that only belongs to them. And I have no control over that because I may not even exist in their reality. Each individual is able to experience life exactly as they choose it. But no one at all, apart from me, has any free will in my reality. I am the only operant power. And that's the same for every single one of us that's listening. In my reality, you might not be fucking listening in your reality, I don't know. It's kind of like we're the only person to exist in the entire universe or like we are God. And in Wayne Dyer's book, um, which is fulfilled, he talks a lot about a God spark, which is the part of us that is the creator. So when I'm talking about the 3D, what I'm referring to there is the current circumstances that we're experiencing through our senses in our current reality. And that might not be the one that you want 
or it might be really good in one area, but it might be um, something that you're not enjoying in another area. And the good news is, if we're using this law of assumption approach, we have unlimited power to change that 3D reality drastically to what we'd prefer. We're not at the mercy of just what life throws at you. You're not at the mercy of the universe providing something for you. It's purely up to you, and you can change absolutely anything at all. Apart from tax, I think everybody still has to pay tax, which is unfortunate. And your ex is probably still a dickhead. But other than that, everything else can be changed. Think of your 3D reality like a piece of Play-Doh. It might be covered in cat fur and it might be a bit crusty at the moment. However, you can remould it into a work of art. So whenever somebody is introduced to the word manifesting, manifestation, anything like that, they often think about when we are consciously attempting to create a specific outcome that we desire. But the truth is, is that we are manifesting constantly from the day that we're born and we're doing it very, very successfully, mostly through our subconscious, which is why we're not aware of it. And that's the reason that I'm always harping on and on about becoming aware of the programs that you are running and whether that they're beneficial to you or whether they're detrimental. And when you start doing some digging into your subconscious mind through whatever that might be, journaling or whatever method you want to use, you'll find that you're holding on to a lot of beliefs that are ultimately creating your reality And many of those beliefs are limiting you and they've been given to you in your early years. So they're not even fucking yours. They're the people who raised you and who were around you when you were younger and more impressionable. And lots of them will no longer be serving you. They might be keeping you alive, but they are not stopping. They're not, sorry, not stopping, not supporting your growth anymore. So it's time to start unpicking them and rewiring yourself to play new programs that are going to be beneficial to you and it's a difficult concept to come to terms with that we are creating our reality all the time and that includes the negatives so it's hard to accept when something's going wrong that that is as a result of our thoughts however it's important to keep in mind that you might not even be aware of those thoughts because they're coming from your subconscious So it's not something to feel bad about. It's just something that's automatically happening, but that can be changed. So if you are new to manifestation, congratulations, you are already a seasoned manifester. And what I try and teach on this podcast is how to make sure that you are manifesting in the direction that you want, not in a negative direction. So when you are manifesting using the law of assumption, the only real requirement is that you assume and accept that the desire is already yours. You have to make your dominant thoughts match with the desired outcome and live as much as possible as if you've already received it in the 3D because you have. It's just delayed a little bit, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. So the moment that you assume that it's true, it's done. That's it. It's yours. There's nothing else to it. The problem only arises when then you're looking around you with your eyes and your senses and you're seeing a different circumstance in your 3D than the one that you actually desire because that is the time lag 
where your old dominant beliefs that might be negative are still playing out in the 3D reality. So when you're manifesting something, it's not just good, unless it's something very, very small or something that you've got absolutely no resistance to. It's possible, but it's unlikely to just appear in a split second because you have other beliefs that are still playing out. So your imagination is real. It's just another dimension of reality. And I'm going to call it the 4D. So imagination is 4D. When you are using your imagination or the 4D to create a desire, you're living in the end and that is perfect. That's exactly what you want. That's how you want to create because you want to be using those 4D thoughts because you're creating those consciously. You're deciding what they are and know that they are going to play out in the 3D. But you've got to just wait until the old thoughts have finished playing out. Your brain doesn't recognise any difference between an imagined circumstance and one that is being experienced in your 3D reality through your senses because they are both real. There is no difference between them apart from they're on different dimensions. They are both realities. So that's why when you think about a lemon in your 4D or in your imagination, your mouth will physically begin to water it as a physical reaction to that experience because the experience is real. Then you open your eyes, you accept that there's no lemon in 3D, you're conditioned from a young age to have that dominant belief that it's not real because it's in your imagination and you can't see it with your eyes, you have no proof of it and you use that as evidence that it's not there and so the physical reaction stops because your dominant belief is that that lemon isn't there. You imagine that somebody has, uh, I don't know, broken into your house at night and your heart will start to beat out of your chest because it's real in your 3D reality. That's what you are experiencing in the 4D. And then in the 3D, you switch your lights on, you see with your eyes and your senses that there's nobody there and the physical reaction of your heart beating will slow down and return to normal because you've accepted evidence from the 3D as you've been conditioned to do so that it's not real but it is it's just in a different dimension actually your TV is being robbed in the 4D but you don't accept that to be true so you've got the 3D reality which is the one that we believe is real because we're told that it's real and everything else is false and then you have another reality called the 4D which is your imagination just as real And as children, we're just led to believe that our imagination isn't reality, but actually it's the only thing that is. And if you think about it, every single object that you can see around you right now, like look around your room right now and look at five different objects, those objects are only real in your 3D because they were born in somebody's 4D. There is nothing that exists in this 3D that has not first existed in the 4D. It can't. There is nothing can exist without it first existing in your imagination. So that in itself should help you to believe that your 4D reality is just as real as your 3D. So when you are checking then the 3D for your manifestation and you don't see with your physical eyes in this dimension what you're looking for, you might even see the opposite. 
then you get disheartened and your dominant belief reverts back to that old program. Oh, I can't have it. It's not working. I'm not good enough. They don't like me. I'm not qualified, blah, blah, blah. Insert limiting belief here. And then as a result of that, you continue to create more of what you don't want because that is what your dominant belief is, that I'm not good enough, I'm not qualified, blah, 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 blah. So by stopping checking the 3D for evidence and accepting that whatever you see there is just your old thinking playing out and returning as often as you possibly can to your imagination, to your 4D reality, you are speeding up the process of your manifestation playing out in the 3D. Every single time that you accept a negative 3D circumstance as evidence that you can't have your manifestation, you are creating more of that. And every time you create more of that, it then has to play out, which takes time, and it keeps your manifestation away from you. If you were to order something from a website like Amazon, as soon as you click the button, buy now, you accept that that's yours. You don't then stand at the letterbox going, no, it's not fucking here. It's not here. I'm not I'm not worthy of that book or that new phone case. Can you tell what I've ordered this week? You just accept that you've ordered it and it's coming. Like You understand that there is a slight time delay where it needs to be picked and packaged up and sent through the post and that it's on its way. There is no doubt in your mind that it's not going to arrive. Now, if you were to keep checking you would start convincing yourself that it's it's not coming. And as a result of that, that's the circumstance that you would create. The difference is that, is that you don't have the same emotional attachment to something random that you've ordered off Amazon as you do to um, a circumstance that you are trying to create in your life. Let's say that you are trying to manifest a new job. You apply for the job and then what you will do, likely to do, some of you, including me, and I've done this loads of times, it's not why I'm immune to this, I I myself struggle to do this all the time, but you might apply for a new job, and then you don't hear back from in the afternoon, so then you start assuming that you haven't got the job, you start creating in your imagination that that other candidate who was sat there looked more professional, she looked more experienced, blah blah blah, and therefore you are creating a negative result. If you are trying to manifest healing from an illness or something, if you're sat there in the doctor's office, then starting thinking, oh God, oh wait, oh they're going to give me bad news, oh, you, you are creating that result because that's what you are imagining. And as we've just discussed, whatever you imagine will then play out in your 3D. Let's say that you are trying to manifest um, a relationship with like a specific person that you've got in your mind. If you imagine that you are with that person, that you are already married to them, that you live happily ever after, you're living in your 4D and that's what you are creating, which you will later see in your 3D reality. Because remember, nobody has any free will in your reality. You are the only creator. It does not matter what their current circumstances are because you are creating the reality regardless of what you see in the 3D. However, you might then start posting things on Instagram, waiting for them to respond to it. Well, that is a lack energy because you are 
wanting evidence from the 3D that they want to be in this relationship with you. Now, they might be fucking married to somebody else, for all you know, at this point. I don't know. For all I know, I mean. However, circumstances in the 3D will adjust accordingly to create your desired uh, income. Well, yeah, it would. But your desired outcome, if you can maintain focus on the desire in your 3D. If you start getting distracted by what you see in your 3D, you're creating a bigger time lag. And the more time goes past, the more difficult it is to keep hold of that belief. Going back to the specific person part, if you are, for example, I'm just using something that would be common, you're posting something on Instagram that you are waiting for them to respond to, whatever that might be, then yeah, they might like it, they might respond to it, and then that will perhaps even help you to um, develop that belief. But what if they don't? Because if they don't, then you're going to go back to that old thinking, you're going to create more of that, and ask yourself, why are you posting for somebody's attention? Because if you were already married to them, if you already lived with them, if you were happily ever after with them, then you wouldn't need to be posting on Instagram waiting for them to like your picture and making that the deciding factor to whether or not you have a good day or not because that would be bizarre like that isn't living in the end so ignore anything that you see the person that you like has got a new girlfriend fantastic well he's just with her while he finds out that you are the best option there is no competition there is no alternative because you have got complete control over your reality same with any situation same with jobs same with income If you are expecting that your letterbox is full of bills, then guess what you're going to get? You're going to get a load of bills. If you are expecting that money will appear and you will be provided for, that's what you're going to get because there is no exception. Whatever you are creating in your imagination, in your 4D reality, because it is real, will play out in your 3D. It's whether or not you can maintain your focus on that outcome and not be disheartened by the 3D circumstances that are playing out from your old shitty thinking. Think about if you had, um, if somebody told you that you had something on your face while you were out at a restaurant, if you went into the bathroom then to check, would you start wiping it off the mirror? You wouldn't, because that wouldn't make any fucking difference. You'd wipe it off your own face, because whatever is in your 3D is purely just a reflection of what you're creating in your 4D. So just see it like a mirror. Everything that exists in this 3D senses world is just a reflection of what is going on in your 4D or what has been going on, remembering that there's a little time lag for it to play out the old shitty thinking. So if there is a circumstance that you want to change retreat back inside, focus on what you want to create, ignore what you see in the 3D, accept that that is just your old thinking playing out and work on your self-concept. I'm not going to go into self-concept now because um, I don't want to be chatting on for the next hour and I've got a lot to say on that as well. But self-concept is a massive part of the law of assumption. So if it's not something that you are familiar with, I would definitely recommend that you spend some time on that because you are the only thing that exists. Everything else is just a reflection. 
So if you have shitty beliefs about yourself, like I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, that you've picked up along the way from somewhere, that is all you need to be working on. Don't worry about anything outside, don't worry about what's going on in those 3D circumstances, because the only thing that will make any difference is you. It's really difficult, and I completely understand this, because I have done this for many years it's really hard not to try and manipulate outcomes through the 3D. But it's so much more effective when you go inwards and you work on you. What is it? What belief do you hold that is stopping you from having this experience in the 3D? Because it's all about you. There is nothing else to work on. It's all about you. So if you are experiencing something in a particular area, it might be that you've got um got it pretty good in lots of areas but then there's this one area it might be money it might be love it might be um your career it might be uh your relationships with friends if there is a particular area then think about what thoughts come up when you um are focusing on that like that situation and write them down and start thinking oh right okay this is happening because i'm thinking this shitty thought I need to change that. Now, whenever you have that thought, we're going to go back into the 4D, imagine what we want and affirm the new thought that we want to play in the subconscious. And that is how you are going to get results. Look at that, 29 minutes. I've got 55 seconds to spare, guys. So have a fantastic week. Don't forget to come and join us on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, sorry, not page. And please, if you could leave me a review, I'd be ever so grateful and have a lovely fucking week in your 4D reality. I'll see you next week. Bye.